welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. Hey, detailers, this is Marshall. Well, I've been driving around the great state of Oklahoma talking to different detailers and listening to these podcasts that we've been putting out from Mobile Tech Expo. Whew, man. I, just, I, I think what's amazing is every single episode, like, there was so much action-packed knowledge. Like, is that even a thing? Can you have knowledge that action's packed? Can you have, like, every single person come to the stage bringing a super ton of emotion? Uh, we even, <laughs> I mean, we start getting into some really cool stuff. So, Really been excited also to see the content that you guys are putting out when you say thanks and you put on Apple, you put on Spotify and the comments you guys leave and the reviews that you make. We we really appreciate it. So anyway, we just want to say thank you, uh, especially for that. And hopefully you're enjoying these episodes as much as we are. All right. Make it a great day. Can you tell us? Listen, what was crazy about today was the amount of people that are starting to really come out and talk business, talk theory, talk entrepreneurship, talk growing their detailing business. It's cool where that's developing in the culture that comes with what we do in the podcast. And what we do as a community. A lot of the stuff that DJ and I talked about over the past two years, when when we can go back and talk about how it's best to do uh, maintenance a lot of time, we do different theories on what it is to do a shop versus a mobile detailing setup. Because we both start as mobile detailers, we are biased, of course. We, we aren't efficient in a shop setting. But we have some theories on using both more as a hybrid, you know, and doing a lot of maintenance. You know, if you could have a coding business, cool, but have a maintenance business side too. Having diversification, having, you know, seeking after new business models, seeking after new things, and then having a business system which DJ's big on too, which is, you know, how to intake uh, employees into your, you know, team, how they transform into a team member, how you keep them, you know, going through wanting to be a part of your team, do customer interaction and checklist and, you know, a whole marketing campaign. So all the, a lot of the business side of detailing that hasn't really been talked about, right? You don't, you don't really hear many uh, education seminars or trainings or, uh, you know, brand trainings on how to intake a customer and walk through a sales pitch on you know, how to uh, upsell them and then how to put somebody into a maintenance program. You don't really hear those, right? The majority of what's going on in, in, in the industry is trainings that are normally brand specific, 
that in order for you to grow and technically, quote unquote, you as a detailer, you need to go get a correction style training and you need to perform a certain way. Uh, you need to uh, go get a, you know, some detailers even get it from multiple brands, a certification from different ceramic brands so they can put on their wall. And in, in a recent training that, that I was a part of, it's called our pop-up training, which is free, is interesting to see the dynamics of a couple young guys that one had been through and paid for one of these type of trainings. And what he got out of it, did it serve him as a really good purpose for somebody that's young into the detailing business? Now, is it good for him to go pay that money and get it as a detailer? Right? Passion about things as detailers. We, we really love to display our tremendous canvas, right? How intricate our correction steps are. And we love our 50-50s and our angles and our, I love it, right? It's passionate. It's what we love about it. It's fucking badass. Ah. But turning the passion side of what we do into profit is what's really going to need to be starting to emerge in many of our thought processes of how do I interact with brands, right? How should you do trainings? What should you do when somebody tells you what you have to do as a company? A lot of these brands have paid salesmen. A lot of these brands have never run a detailing business. Now, there's guys inside the brands that have at one point, and I'm not being completely like 100% across the board, but I'm just saying in theory, the majority of the brands in our marketplace, if you're going to have a rep or anybody that you talk to, I would, I would really be interested to find out how many of them have run it like not not worked at one or not been at like have run own and ran a detailing business there's a couple right and it's awesome love it like fucking badass i cheer them on but the majority the majority of them aren't they never have been a detailer. They never have run a detailing business. And so what happens then is they're teaching theory. They're teaching philosophy. They're teaching processes and procedures. They're teaching how to use their product the best to achieve the best results for you, the detailer. But maybe not necessarily you, the detailer, is always you the best for the detailer business. And therein lies a big question 
how do we take passion and turn it to profit? You know, do you do you open up from not just doing high-end correction coatings and then offer more stuff for daily drivers so that you can diversify a little bit more? Do you bring in a guy and pay him $15, $20 an hour to do nothing but maintenance? Because if you sell sold a lot of coatings over the years, did you just touch the car one time? Where'd your customer go? Are you not cleaning his car every week? You had a customer come in and pay you a lot of money and you don't clean their car every single week. Okay. That's been, that's been pretty interesting to see. And where do we go as an industry? I think it encourages me to continue doing what I've been doing. And, you know, I can't speak for DJ, but I think he's probably pretty close to the same thing. I mean, you got to look at his business, the way he's grown it. And we haven't even gone into possibility of recession coming up. There's a lot of theory on that, too. And we said for a while, are you going to be able to get the $1,000 detail in a recession? Hell no. But if you don't start planning for it now, are you going to wait till you get there? Mm-hmm. So that was the theory, basically, of my entire day of talking to people all day long. Uh, I talked to Nick from Vegas Rides for almost two hours, driving down to Oklahoma City. I talked to customers there about their business, how they were doing. Um the way the weather was affecting what they were doing. You know, it's a, it's a bit different here in the Midwest. You know, we we don't have clear skies on a regular basis. And so we have to fight and plan and push hard on nice days and, you know, try and make do on the, the tough days. We don't get as much sunshine and beautiful weather as a lot of other areas. So we, we have to work a little hard on, on some situations. You know, but we're pretty gritty. We're pretty gritty guys. And uh, and then went up and talked to Josh from Rad. And this was one of the most interesting conversations of ADD. And it really it really opened my mind to understanding more about the gifts that I have. For those of you that could go back to the very first episode. Right. The, what was cool about mobile tech for DJ and I was to go from saying, okay, fuck it, we got to just start. And, um, and I, I remember that, that first episode. I had been in a rush and, um, uh, my daughter needed to be at the dentist and, my mom had dropped her off, and so then I met there, and we had just a moment to, uh, like, you know, check in, and then, you know, we're just sitting there waiting, and I was like, 
something just hit me. I was like, I'm going to record. I just, I'm going to do it. Um, my mind was racing. I had so much going on. I was like, okay, now I understand what ADD is. I, I just, I, I never knew, you know, until I kind of started seeing it in my daughter and then understanding the way my mind just races. Different people that, uh, you know, have worked for, for me can either understand it or get really pissed off. Like, <laughs> you know, just, it is what it is. And so that first episode I did on ADD just to, just to even get started. And, um, and then I'm sitting there with Josh and he's talking about, uh, you know, what he takes and the medicine that he takes and that it's basically, a uh, you know, uh, you know, your atypical, you know, ADD medicine. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I've never, I've never taken them. And, um, <sighs> he's sitting there talking about why he likes, um, coffee, you know, like, uh, why ADD people like caffeine? We like that, that hit, that, uh, that, that drum, that, you know, boom, boom, you know, in our mind, it, it energizes. It gives us that, uh, what's that word? It's like a, not Dramamine. Um, fuck, I can't think of it. Um, dopamine. There you go. Um, it gives us our dopamine kick. And as ADD, we were addicts to dopamine. Dopamine is our fuel. The more dopamine we have, the more energy we have. We always like to stay active and going um, because we're addicted to that dopamine kick. And I just went, holy shit, man, that's that's true. And because we're ADD, like our brain just goes faster and we want it more and more and more. This is why there's a lot of, you know, a lot of ADD guys that they just – Maybe they get off into something else that they shouldn't because their mind could just race so fast um, into it. Uh, but the theory that I, I I think what's been interesting talking to him and talking to some other guys today, like here was the theory that I think was cool is one reason why he's been really successful is because he's been able to process information faster he can see the way his business is working. He went with the model that he went with because it's streamlined for him to be not only a professional shop, but also to get cars out in a very quick and meaningful way. Josh doesn't leave cars in a shop for days, right? Josh does impeccable work. And he does a lot of great demonstrations of showing his polishing skills and what he does. But Josh also does a lot of maintenance, okay? So he's he's not a one-sided company. And Josh has multiple people that work with him too. And then they also have a mobile unit that goes out. So so Josh has a lot of a lot of good reasons and the reasons why he's growing. And I contributed a lot to partly being ADD. One of the biggest ways that the brain creates dopamine, and if our brains, and that's not just ADD people, it's just ADD people can just do it faster, um, 
one of the greatest ways that the brain produces dopamine is with the anticipation of a reward, right? Uh, that I learned from a book, How to Pitch Anything by Orlin Olaf or something like that, okay? And the theory is that when the brain is anticipating getting the reward, now, what is the reward? Well, it could be a lot of different things, okay? Whenever you're going to get something, right, and it's not just what the reward is, it's the anticipation. So you know that moment you have that little bit of, ooh, you know, that's the dopamine. And here's what's cool about being in the detailing business. Not only do we get to have the dopamine because I'm anticipating the reward of what I'm going to do to this car. I mean, that's one of the greatest feelings of all time to take something that is dirty, a tanned interior that you could tell they just, you know, this lid lived in it you know they weren't they weren't nasty right not not a nasty one but it's just you know the people lived in it they had armrest stains and you know too much little dirt here and you know where they just kind of got comfortable and hanging out right and to be able to take that car and remove the stains in a proper way so as to not damage the dye that's in their you know vinyl leather and then to dress it properly so that it is not overly glossy, but yet doesn't look dull from an APC cleaner, but just gives it that nice clean satin look. Cup holders are all nicely touched up through the crevices, look down in between the seats. A little bit of those coffee stains you need to get out with a enzyme cleaner, spray it down, clean it out, get a little air hose. You know, all that stuff that we enjoy doing, we get this anticipation of the reward of being finished. So the whole process is dumping little bits of dopamine in us as we go. And then there's that reward of the payment, not only of being finished with our work and the satisfaction as what we have as detailers of the quality that we perform but also the reward of the customer. As business owners, though, then we get to chomp up even more, okay? And so why I think ADD people might be just a little bit better businessmen is because they love that reward, that anticipation of reward, the Okay, I'm going to make this sale. Okay, I'm going to create this package for this way so that I can maximize the amount of entry levels that I do here. And okay, if I can get five of these in a in a day, that what does that produce by the end of the week? Okay, cool. We're going to program and we're going to do marketing based on showing entry level, you know, people with budgets and how they can still maximize on getting this. And, you know, and they can run down this trail of what all it takes as a business owner. combined with the satisfaction of being the detailer. 
It's a great time to be a detailer right now. It's also a great time to be a detailer business owner because there's a lot more people starting to talk. There's a lot more people starting to discuss. Cool. You can polish paint all you want. Are you growing a business? If it's the best time ever to be a detailer, you look at the way the economy is right now, it's pretty frothy. Well, we don't know the way it's going to go here in a little bit, eh? What does it take to grow a detailing business? What does it take to be fully sustainable? What does it take to have another unit? I take to have three units. What does it take to have a spot at a dealership that is servicing cars for the dealership and producing better work and helping grow the dealership's service department? Maybe even have an auction team that runs a detail department for an auction team. Add on a third and a fourth dealership, still another mobile trailer. Or you could polish paint. You could keep trying to get $2,500 details. Yeah. Take a look at Rob Schroofer. That guy's fucking amazing. 100 plus employees. Yeah, they polish some paint here and there. 100 employees started as a single mobile detailer. Nicely done, Rob. Nicely done. All right. That was my day. It was uh, one of the most interesting days combined by the finish of chatting with DJ, thinking about all the different stuff that's going on in the industry, um, how awesome everything is. And uh, I just, for some reason, wanted to tell you guys about it. I, I think that, uh, I think 2020 is going to be a pretty cool year. And going right into 21, 22, and I, I think there's going to be a, a nice wave of growing a business, running basics, doing it the way that would be sustainable. I think that'll be a good theory that involves more entry-level coatings, um, you know, a lot of re-maintenance, get them in and out of your shop. Love it. Super excited to be a part of it. So, And, guys, I just want to say also thank you for for listening and for the reviews and the ratings and what you guys do. So uh, the DMs that you send, both DJ and myself, it, it really does mean a lot. So I appreciate it. And uh, hope you have a great night. <laughs> Oh my gosh, those tab-out questions are ridiculous, right? Hey, it's DJ again. Listen, if you guys want to connect with us on IG, definitely do so. You guys can reach out to me directly at DJ Patterson. You can find Marshall at Total Auto Solutions or at Marty L. Hill. Uh, Definitely, if you want to reach out in regards to the podcast itself, myself, 
Marty and also John both manage the page on IG at Pints Polishing Podcast. So if you have any cool, um, you know, stories or whatever of you guys drinking beer or uh, even with our silicone pint cups or pint glasses, as Marty would call them, definitely tag us there. We'll share it out and uh, let's keep the community going. So yeah, reach us out, reach out to us, excuse me, on Instagram. I'm at DJ Patterson. Marty is at Total Auto Solutions. And hit us up and tag us definitely at Pints Polishing Podcast. Uh, one last thing uh, people are asking all the time hey, when is so and so's podcast coming out? Hey, when is so and so's podcast coming out? Be patient. We're dropping one podcast per day. So I believe we have roughly maybe 10 more. Um, I have to check, but. So something like that, some about 10 more podcasts we're going to drop every day. So tomorrow, about this time, you will get another one. All right, we'll see you.